Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, it's just me and Dylan, but and we're going to talk some you know fun stuff. Um, how you doing today? I know it's been crazy. It's been a crazy day, but I'm excited <laughs> to talk about some football. Uh, they, I mean, they left the A team. I'll probably try not to get some cramps today. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll drink some good water. I don't have my water bottle with me. I just realized that, but uh, oh, that's like we'll, we'll be fine. All right. All right, so we're gonna start out instead of just football. We're gonna go. Um, we're gonna start out because the NBA season starts out next next week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, next week. And I just wanted to ask a simple question. And it's gonna it's gonna sound really really funny when you hear this. Who's gonna win it all? It's oh, that simple. That's simple. Uh, <laughs> Golden State. I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, <laughs> I figured. Uh, no, I, I, I'm kidding. Um, I do think they have a legit shot, though. Um, I'll agree with that one. I, I do look; they look solid, and I, I haven't seen anything on Clay though. Is is he? The hope is is that he's gonna he's gonna play, but his timeline was I think originally Christmas, but I think they pushed it back into uh, January not to rush him back. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I guess I also probably will depend on like what they're doing, like are yeah, they where they are stats wise, hundreds, yeah, or what. What else? But I think they're going to be a good team. Jordan Poole's looked really good uh, in the preseason. But, I mean, this question's super hard. Uh, there's so many teams. I mean, even without Kyrie, I think Brooklyn could be a team. Uh, yeah. I, t- I, mean, I threw out – even without Kyrie. Uh, granted, they were without Kyrie most of last year. Most of last year, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I mean, you got to say Milwaukee since they're the reigning champs. Uh, I hope so. I mean, they got what's his? I can't always forget his name. That was out all playoffs. Oh, that's gonna bug me. But that, that gives me no information. Uh, the one that was out, like he was their best defender, shooting guard. Bledsoe. No, that's gonna bug me. Whatever. So oh, keep going. Dante Divincenzo. Divin, yes, I was like, it's a hard name. I just couldn't think it's of his name. Josh Birch loves Divincenzo. Yeah, I know, and that's why I remember us talking about him last during the playoffs. But yeah, so so that's a team I threw out. Even I don't think Chicago's going to win it, but Chicago's looked they, really good in the. Pre-season. They put some pieces they, together. Yeah, they made they put a, a good nucleus. Zach Alonzo, Bucevic. They added another part that I off offhand I can't remember. But they added a lot of really solid pieces that I think could I at first I was a little like, how is this gonna work? But they looked really they looked like they gelled together really well. So there's that. I mean, you have the Lakers, obviously, the over 40 team. The over 40 uh, adding oh, they got DeRozan. That's what who you're you forgot. DeRozan, that's it. Uh but yeah, but, picking up Russ and the the injury prone over 40. <laughs> Like the, yeah, the, so, hey, the geriatric team like me. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> I, I have little I have I'm way lower on the Lakers than most people are. Uh, people will like Chris will attribute it to my like not my hatred, but my just I, I don't worship LeBron like most people. Yeah, uh, I know. But but um but I I just think their team's not as good. I could be proven wrong. I've been proven wrong many, many times. So <laughs> what do you think so, of uh I, I, I gotta That's do it for a way Chris. To not answer the question. Yeah, I gotta. Well, I gotta do this one. What do you think of for Chris? Um, Phoenix. You I know, they brought Phoenix back their is, whole core. Yeah, Phoenix brought back their nucleus. Uh, I think they're gonna be really good. Uh, again, I don't know. Last year was kind of a unique season. Yeah, so I don't. Know I agree. If they can, I don't know if they can uh, repeat and get back to the to the championship. But I think they have a lot of the pieces in place to 
um, to build. I liked their addition uh, of JaVale McGee and Alfred Payton uh, and Landry yeah. Shamit and Landry Shamit. Um, I think those are going to be good pieces. Uh, Michael Bridges and uh, Cam Johnson showed a lot in the playoffs, so maybe they can build on that. So they have a lot of really young, good pieces. Uh, it's just a matter of can they recover and build on top yeah, of that. Can they, can they take the hangover? But I think this might be one of the first years in my memory that it's wide open to me, like completely open. And there's like five to six teams in each conference that I'm like, if stuff breaks right or they make a trade, they could yeah, somebody. They yeah. Could, they could like it's not like, oh, it's Miami. Oh, yeah. it's Golden State. Oh, it's Cleveland. Like it's 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 open. there's not one solid team in each division and in, in each conference that's going to take it. I agree. I don't know the last time I've seen that in my myself. Um, I mean, because me growing up in the 90s, every year it was the Bulls, you know, coming out of the east and you know, the West was the, in the West. Yeah, it was just who's going to be that West team. But it was always the Bulls. And so I agree. Um, I can't think of a time where I've seen there's not a solid powerhouse that could come out. There's a bunch, four or five, like you said, five teams that on each conference. I, mean, I just thought of Utah, Denver. Yeah. Like we forgot about those because they were just quietly good last year. Yeah. Uh, so there's so many teams that I'm like, like so picking now is impossible like sometimes (laughs) like like in the past it's like oh yeah it'll probably be golden state and cleveland and we'll figure out who wins in the end right like now it's like i i really don't know ask me like two months into the season i might have an answer (laughs) well and that's what we're gonna do you know now that um the nba is gonna be starting we're gonna you know branch that out we're also gonna start branching out we didn't do it this week because uh our our you know our second NHL expert wasn't on, and I just felt like just having just putting everything on the first NHL expert on the, on the podcast wasn't right. Um, yeah, my back's you know? a little sore today, so I, I just yeah don't carry it anymore. Yeah, so and I, I just figured next week when we got Josh, hopefully um, we'll bring up some NHL. I mean, I did watch the Vegas Kraken uh, game, and I was not happy because you know Kraken lost their opening game. Yeah, but, I watched both. I watched a lot of both of the the mat or the matches yesterday. Uh, and they were pretty good. I, I liked. Uh, I mean, the lightning got blitzed. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I, I the think lightning, just... so. So I don't know if I made the announcement on this podcast, but my two teams are. I'm adopting the lightning, which is kind of a bandwagon, but it's not really. I just am from Tampa. Yeah, so, I'll give you uh, that one. And then, and then we both adopted the kraken. Yeah, uh, I think. I think Chris I, I is really probably going to be. I'm. I'm more root for the kraken because, like, they're new. You can't really hop on a bandwagon that's new. So. But like the the lightning are kind of my secondary. Yeah, I, I think um, you know, being how we're both Tampa, I just couldn't do the lightning. You know, I got too many people I know back there that are lightning fans, and I just don't want to jump on the wagon now. So I like the Kraken, I like their logo, I like their you know, the like learning the players like and Josh they, has helped they me. Played tough. They, they did tough they play, they looked good, they looked like a solid team. And they were down five people from COVID, and they still yeah. almost beat Vegas. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I, I think they have a lot of hope. In, I'm in curious Seattle. to just watch them and just see what happens and watch this team grow, watch it, like, develop. And I, I like the fact that I could get on a team that's on the ground floor. I mean, I thought they were going to come out and just dominate because they came out in the first period and put, like, six shots on goal, at, yeah. like, in the first, yeah. like, two minutes. I was like, good ooh, night. Ooh, yeah. Team. And they're, so. they're coming out here like, popping shots off so we're going to switch it up to college football and i gotta ask you dylan this season 
nobody's safe at the top. Am I wrong? No. Um, no. I just realized that's the first time I've ever gotten excited for hockey. But you know. <laughs> Josh is not here to hear this. He is going to hate listening to this podcast. Um, but in college, I mean, nobody's safe. Nobody like Alabama losing Saturday night to Texas A&M on a kick. Like that was a beautiful kick. I'm not gonna lie. But you know. This week, we got major games that could be upsets. I'm going to run through these, and you tell me what you think. Is it – who's got it? University of Kentucky, number 11, at Georgia, number one. I think Georgia's going to avoid the upset. I was actually – me and Chris actually went to the Kentucky-LSU game this past That's right. Kentucky played well, but they also lost two key two key players uh, that, that out for the season. So, uh, I think their defense might be a little harm uh, – a little – suspect they have a good offense but georgia's only allowed two touchdowns all season so i think georgia's got the best defense in the nation so yeah i heard this today that by the end of this season georgia could be the best defensive team in college football on all time of all time and i I couldn't really argue that no they look like they're gonna they're they're dominating everyone that they play like i mean I think both touchdowns came in the same game. No, two different games. But they, they allowed one touchdown against UAB. And then they – no, they've allowed more than two touchdowns. They allowed a touchdown at Auburn this weekend. So, three touchdowns, I think. Whoop-de-doo. Uh, one extra touchdown. But they've allowed only, like, 30 points this year, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one, number 12, Oklahoma State. at Number 25, Texas. Texas was impressive last week. Bijan Bijan Robinson, I am a huge fan of. Uh, They're running back from Texas. Dude's a beast. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I I like Texas to to pull off the upset, I think. I think I lean more Texas than I do Oklahoma State. I could – I mean, Oklahoma State's not number 12 for no reason. They're a solid team. Texas looked really good. I could see Texas actually – like. So I think Texas wins or Texas gets blown out. I don't think there's an in-between because you have the emotional high of almost winning that game and then collapsing. And so they either are going to bounce back and beat Oklahoma State or they're going to just get dominated. I don't think there's an in-between. So here's a weird one. I'm I'm putting this on here. I had this on my notes for this before Chris said he wasn't going to be on. Florida, number 20 Florida at unranked LSU. Now, the only reason I'm putting this on is – both of these teams are considered SEC powerhouses, and this year they're just not showing it. Florida's this... going to win that game. LSU was garbage last weekend, and Chris would attest and agree with me. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they were garbage. Max Johnson, trash. Uh, they lost their number one wide receiver, Boutte, uh, to season-ending uh, knee injury, I believe, uh, which was brutal to watch. Um, not not like it was like a disgusting injury, just seeing right. a, a receiver go down. They also lost one of their top corners for the season in that game. So I think Florida wins this game. I got another one here for you because you talked about them last week. Number 10, Michigan State at Indiana. Indiana, they've played decently well. Uh, I think they've lost some closer games. Um that you are you kind of would maybe expect them to to win, but they yep. played people tough. I think Michigan State pulls it out though. They've played really well. Kenneth Walker's running all over everybody, so I I don't expect any different from Michigan State. 
Now I got one more for you. Just gonna do one more here. <laughs> Former number one Alabama is going to Mississippi State. Now, only reason I bring this up is they just lost to Texas A&M, who did not look that great over the season. Is there a hangover? Maybe they lose again, or do they write this ship correctly and just start trying to powerhouse their way back up to the number one spot? Uh, I don't. I think. I, I mean, it's hard to go against Alabama. They're Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I think Mississippi State has a lot of what's <clears throat> what might be needed. They air raid. They're they're an air raid type of offense. Uh, but I think there's no way Nick Saban allows them to lose two games in a row. He'd lose you're, his, you're right. I would not want to see the, the press conference after that game if they lost. I wouldn't now, be in the locker room after that. I'd literally, <laughs> I, would, I don't care if I was I'd, on scholarship. I would I'd, quit. I'd transfer, I transfer. Yeah. Um, I do have one for you because I, I have one more because I just thought about this one. And it's only because of just the situation right now. Not knowing who the starting quarterback is, but TCU at Oklahoma. Man, Oklahoma is like a cat with a billion lives. Like, yes, they are. I don't know. I don't like. They don't deserve to win. Like, no, they literally I, like. I agree. I don't know. They come back from the. They're like the Undertaker gif. Like where Undertaker's in the coffin and pops back up. They're like, we're dead. Psych. I lost. Oh no. Here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, it's like it's so annoying. Uh, because they they're not that so. Uh, they're not that good under Spencer Rattler. Caleb Williams looked great and willed them back. Uh, and if Caleb Williams is not starting this week, there's a problem. See, here's my question, though, is, is Caleb Williams looks great, but Lincoln Riley kind of sticks with that, and he's not answering the question yet. I mean, well, so I don't know if you heard, they canceled media um, media for the week because a, a, a beat reporter for Oklahoma was – uh, like I think from what I read, he was sit on a building away from away from the practice field with binoculars, watching practice, and was reporting on that that Caleb Williams was taking the first team reps. And Lincoln Riley got mad because he was trying to be non-committal, so not to give an advantage to TCU to like game plan, and uh, oh. he he canceled all of. Uh, his media available okay. for the game. All uh, right. Uh, and so it, to me, seems like they're at least giving Caleb Williams the chance to show them that he deserves yeah. to be the number one. Yeah. Um, but I think there's, there's no question. Spencer Rattler has not looked good. Um, and yeah. So, and, and Caleb Williams gave that team a spark when they were down huge. And it looked like when he got into the game, everybody just kind of rallied in the sense, not in a, like they just, yeah. Like the you said, a spark. Got better. The offense got better. The defense played harder for some for some tough plays. Uh, they they just made the Texas work harder than they were in the first half. The first half, Texas was walking all over Oklahoma, and and when with the insert inserting of of Caleb Williams, they just took off. I don't know what it was like, but they just took off and they played a lot better. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Um, all right, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll come back, and then we'll talk, you know, what we usually do, NFL. Be right back. Hey, guys, we're back. And as usual, we're going to start with our NFL recap for last week, week five. Um, for Chris's sake, uh, he said we wouldn't talk about it in the text if he wasn't on. 
So, um, Dylan, hey, did Lamar Jackson play a good game last week? Yeah, that's it. All right. Hey, Chris, we, we did. We talked about it. Get off our backs. Yeah. Thank you. No, just kidding. Lamar did have a great game. Um, I mean, throw, you know, he had a horrible first half, though. And Carson looked really good in the first half. And then he just, Lamar came back in the second half, 437 to 43, 442 yards, four touchdowns, and then ran for 62 yards. First player to throw for 400 and run over 50 and throw four touchdowns, I should say. Yeah. So um, it was a good game for him. Uh, it was, I, People are talking about him being the number one for the MVP right now. I can't put one game on it. I know he's had some solid games all season long, but I, I, I know, and I know Kyler didn't do great last week, but I still, I think like you, you know, I think our choice, our choices were last week was Kyler Murray. I was your MVP. It was, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. I think I, I got a top three, my top three last week, which I think still stays the same this week is Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert were my three in my head last week. Um, and it's kind of the same for me. Lamar's yeah. moved into fourth. Yeah. I'll give him that. He's moving up. And if he keeps playing the way he's playing, especially with all the issues that they've had, he, it's going to get there. I mean, he started connecting with Mark Andrews again, which is great. Except for if you don't have him in dynasty or you're playing against him. Um, uh, and you know, Marquise Brown starting to look like a, you know, who he was supposed to be looking at. Yeah. Who the two, he had a good rookie season, two bad seasons in between. And then, <laughs> and then he's looked good this year. So, yeah. And then, uh, Hey Dylan, I, I'm going to ask you, um, how, how good are the Buffalo bills? Oh, they're the, the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I think so. Uh, I, I will hold up before we move there. Okay. I'll say, I think in, in the Ravens game, yeah, Lamar, like you said, couldn't hit the broad side of the barn or barn in the no. first half, but then then dominated in the second half. Carson looked really good in the first half. He looked fine in the second half. He didn't like Just, drop off. Uh, yeah. But I think I think the Colts were the Colts play calling looked like they were trying to not lose the game rather than put the put their put, put the, the nail, in the, nail in the coffin. Yeah. Uh for that team. And so they just need to, to play not scared. Uh, and I don't know if that's like they're still worried about Wentz's ankles or if they were just truly just trying to kill the clock to not let Lamar back on the field uh, instead of just trying to go put up points and win the game. Uh, but they, that also the lateral call was a, a stupid callback. Uh, he lateraled it behind him, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think Carson played well. Uh, people want to downgrade or discount Carson. Dude, he's looked really good this year. Uh, he looked good this past week. Uh, Lamar looked good. He's made some strides, which I said I've said this year. He's made strides in the passing game, but he hasn't yes. done it on a consistent basis yet. That well, I being in the he's what his fourth season, fourth year, fourth year. But he's starting to make the strides necessary now. If he can keep this up, I mean. And like they can. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be virtually unbeatable, like unguardable. Yeah, I agree. I think if if they have that and uh, what's his? Uh, I just went blank. The rookie that is Rashad injured, Bateman. Rashad Bateman, shows up and like puts that. They put that little connection together with Mark, with Andrews. I, dude, I could not see Baltimore being a powerhouse. 
you know, maybe they ought to, you know, like they could, and, and look with Georgia's, you know, with Georgia coming out, you know, half that, that whole defensive, you know, team will be probably in the NFL draft next year. Yeah, so they've got a good defense. So, but, you know, but going back to Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo yes. So the yes. people we want to actually talk about, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Buffalo looks like the best team in the NFL. I mean, they've thrown, they've pitched two shutouts already. And you can say, well, those two shutouts were against like not good team, Miami and Houston. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They're not great teams. But then you go and hold Kansas City to 27 points as you throw up 40, like a 40. And so 38, look, but like, look, yeah, almost 40. You yeah, know. almost 40. Uh, yeah, they almost 40. Uh, 38 to 20. Uh, and they've let up, I think, 53 points through five games as Buffalo, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they've they've only let up, they've only let up 64 points. My fault. Uh, they have a plus 108 play, point differential right now, and the, like Josh Allen's look good. They're running the ball a lot better, and their defense is able to do a lot of different things. And that you they were able to contain Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey for the most part. Uh, they looked really good. I, I think they're a threat. I will say this: the only thing I see wrong with Buffalo, and it may be just you know, I don't know, but you said it that they're running the game, the ball better, but you can't have your quarterback be your number one rusher every time, unless you're Lamar Jackson. I mean, cause Lamar is just, he's, his feet is, but his feet are the way, like he's got running back style. Josh Allen is running, but it's not scheduled. Like he's supposed to be that running back. Zach well, he, Moss they, and they, Devin Singletary. They called a couple design runs, especially the rushing touchdown he had was a design. Right, it was. You're right. Um, But, I mean, he – I wouldn't say – he probably is their best running back. Uh, But he's not stupid about it. Like, I mean, granted, you could say jumping over somebody might have been stupid, but there's no one around to hit him. So, uh, so that – I don't think that's stupid. He He, putting yourself – he, he gets down, but you could say the same thing about Lamar. Lamar, I agree. Probably no. 40 pounds lighter than Josh Allen, too. Yeah. So, Josh Allen, I think, is built to take it a, a little bit more. Uh, but I think, I think, uh, their run game, they've established the run more through Devin Singletary, but primarily through Zach Moss, who I was high on in the offseason. Yeah. Having a bigger year. Uh, and he's, they've used him a lot in the passing game as well as the rush game. Uh, and, and he's he's playing really well. I remember we talked about Zach Moss being, you know, like is this going to be his season to you know overtake Singletary before? But and he's I, he's overtaking them. There, I think Singletary getting more has touches, more, more more rushes, right? Um, but I think Zach Moss has more uh, catch receptions, catches, and a little bit less um, rushes. But Zach Moss, remember, was an inactive week one, so yeah. so Singletary has one game more on him. Yeah, but I agree. I think Buffalo is a legit, a legit, um, the best team in the NFL right now, even with Kyler Murray and them being five and zero. All right, and the last thing we're going to talk about, we, we we've talked about it last week. We we talked about it. it. It's it's kind of just become, unfortunately, uh, something that's in the NFL, and it's just like a go. Is why is Urban Meyer still a coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars? Because Sean Kime doesn't know how to do his job and yeah. fire the dude. I mean, like it was. I mean, you look at the other situation. As soon as something comes out with you know for John Gruden, Davis is all over it. Well, a couple days. 
Well, okay. The well, first thing came first, out first time, first time coming Friday, but by Monday with the second situation coming out, or the second set of emails coming out, Davis was all over it. He's like, okay, hey, you have a choice of either you're going to resign or we're going to fire you. You make the decision. But but Khan, you said it. You sent the you sent the text over the over the weekend or over the you know Sunday. He he was asked about Robinson. Why didn't he rush him in the second? Let me let me find it. You keep talking. I'm going to find. Why didn't Robinson had a hundred yards and a touchdown in the first half, and yet nothing, crickets in the second half, and his here it is. I got it. James Urban Meyer on James Robinson's limited second half usage after, like my dad said, rushing for a hundred something yards, had a 50 plus yard rush, a touchdown. I think, I don't know if he had any, I don't think he had catches or whatnot, but nonetheless, Urban Meyer, why, why is, why is James Robinson uh, not being used in the second half? Oh, I didn't realize that. Literally the quote, I didn't realize that. How do you not realize that you're the head coach? Like, good night. That's the stupidest answer you could give. Like, Oh my gosh. After all the stuff that's already happened. And then your coach is incompetent enough to say, Oh, I'm the head coach. I didn't realize that my, my star running back is not getting touches in the second half. Are you stupid? Like, I, I, I don't even, I don't even know what to do. Like it's almost comical. Like I, I don't even know what to do at this point. Like he's just a meme. And I feel bad for Trevor. I feel bad for DJ shark. I feel bad for James Robinson, miles, Jack, Josh Allen, all those and guys. everybody, the whole team. Like, I honestly think I, I heard this. I heard this thing on ESPN today. It was Urban Meyer is just willing himself to USC. And I thought I was like, if I'm USC, I would. I, I would one of the exactly. If I'm USC, I'm looking at this going. Uh, we're good. We're 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 good. You can stay over there. We'll take no coach over you. Yeah. Literally, I'll we'd rather take that. look. Look, we'll take Gruden before we take you. I, I, I just don't see like there's just so much wrong with all of it. And it's these are head coaches. These are you're supposed to be the leaders, not just on the field, but like in the locker room, everything. Yeah, and you're, literally, when your GM and the players come out and say he has to earn our trust back, fire him. Like, yeah, don't say don't, we're just yeah. gonna we're just gonna linger this on and hope he like improves because I, I you mean, don't want to admit you made a mistake yeah like, admit you made a mistake fire him done yeah the before the even season started he had issues and now it's just getting worse so i don't know improving more and more incompetency is what it's doing yeah so we're gonna do a new segment um we're gonna call stick a fork i'm taking it from jimmy johnson i, I won't lie fox nfl i'll give you some props but we're gonna call it stick a fork i'm gonna give you a team dylan and you tell me stick a fork in them because they're done or are they still there? All right. First one. <laughs> We're going to stick with our, what we just talked about. Jacksonville Jaguars. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. So it's not even just stick a fork. They're, they're, they're hot garbage. Yeah, they got burnt I, and, and they're unedible and they just need to be <laughs> thrown in the trash. I, I feel bad for this one, though. They have talent, but they just don't have that coach to put it together yet. Um, I hope I hope this doesn't hurt Trevor Lawrence in the long run with his development. I really Trevor's do. Trevor's looked really good. Like even he's looked good with terrible coach, like with right. a terrible head coach. I think his OC is fine. A terrible head coach and Trevor still looked good. That, yeah. gives, that as a Jacksonville fan, that would give me hope. Yeah, I'll I agree with that. Actually, one. get a competent coach in there. <laughs> Eric Bieniemy. 
Fire oh. for Eric Bieniemy in Jacksonville. Well, let's not see. Uh, ooh, y'all heard it here first. Bieniemy to Jacksonville would be a great push for Trevor Lawrence to make just strides. All right, the Detroit Lions. I told you, I, I told you off the podcast. I'd run through a freaking brick wall for Dan Campbell. Yep. Dude is uh, one of the best coaches in the NFL in terms of just like rallying players. And I granted, five weeks into the season, like. That sounds like a hyperbolic statement, but dude cares. He's passionate. He loves the game. He loves his players. He has that team who I think most of us pick them to be the worst team in the NFL. Them yeah. in Houston were fighting yeah. for terrible. Yeah. And granted, they're 0 and 5, but I could easily make the case they should be 3 and 2 or 4 and 1. I, I agree. Like, I agree. Like they, they brought the game back at the end against, um, against san francisco they got they held in the first half against green bay then they lose on a ridiculous kick um <laughs> to to uh baltimore to baltimore then you have them be losing to the bears and then you have them losing again on a field goal after a, a pl- wonderful play call an execution on a two-point conversion then they lose on another field goal two weeks yeah. after, two out of three weeks and so, like, it's heartbreaking. They play so hard for Dan Campbell. Uh, and I so, like the fact that they're trying. I, I say stick a fork in it because they're not gonna. They're done. But like, they're yeah, out five of losses. Level, yeah, but like, they're building something special in Detroit. I yeah, think. I think long term, this is going to be those a good extra draft picks. Yeah, long term, this will be a good thing. Like, this will be a team that you will look at and go, wow. But right now for this season, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Stick a fork in. I give it a year or two. I give it. A, I maybe give it next yeah. year. Maybe next year because what Dan Campbell's building, you're gonna have free agents say, "I want to go play for that guy." Yeah, I agree. You're, you're gonna have extra draft, and they have to cap go, rooms to, to do. Talent. Yep. Yep. Uh, so like they have an elite offensive line. Granted, they lost Frank Rag now for the rest of the season, but you've got DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. You've got TJ Hawkinson. You've got a couple pieces on the defense. You can use those extra draft picks and a couple free agent signings. I think they're they're there, especially if Rodgers leaves. Like yeah. the NFC North is wide open to me. And I think Detroit potentially, I'm not saying they will, has the pieces and the coach, I think, to make it to the playoffs next year and take that next step and at least be a a, a, a contender 500 team. A, yeah, a contender a for center. a playoff spot. I agree. All right. The next one. But it might be two years. <laughs> the next one is gonna be. I'm gonna. It's the New York. It's the New York Giants. Um, I don't know. Like, I just think they have bad karma right now. I don't know what it is about them, but they can't do anything great. Once they start looking good, they start looking like a solid team. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody goes down. In the first quarter, Saquon goes out. In the second quarter, Daniel Jones goes out. Like. Kenny Galladay. And Kenny Galladay went out in the early, like he was at by the beginning of the third quarter, right after half, he was done for the season or done for the, for the game. They've lost Slayton. I have to Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Evan Ingram is the most healthy guy on that team. Oh, that team. Why would you ever in your life say that? And, and right now, as it is your quarterback for the New York giants is Mike Glennon. And I know you know him too well, but Tampa. yeah, but I'm going to have to stick a fork in them. I, I don't want to. But the be- East Coast 49ers with their injuries. <laughs> but yeah. But because of Dallas playing well, I will give them credit. 
I have to stick a fork in the Giants just because they can't stay healthy to make a, t- a, a better run. All right, we're still going to stay in New York, uh, and I'm going to go with the New York Jets. Uh, I think they've got some good pieces. I just don't think they're they're at the stage that they need to that they that they would be competing. Like, right? Uh, I think I think they're I think they're done. They're one in four. They've they've had some good moments, but they've Zach Wilson's flashed some rookie moments as well. Um, uh, so I, I I think they're I mean obviously I think they're done. I think they're a four or five win team which is an upgrade from two last year. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I don't think they'll be in the top picks, but, yeah, I think uh, unlike I think Jacksonville. they'll be a top seven or eight pick. Yeah, they'll, Plus, they're they still building. Seattle's, they get Seattle's first-round pick this year, too. I, I will say this. When it comes to the Jets, you know, you said, you know, everybody's going to want to play for Dan Campbell. I think they're also going to want to play for Robert Sala. I, I just like the way he handles himself. He doesn't overreact. He just stays calm on the game. I watched the game because it was a Falcons game. I watched that game and I wanted him as our head coach. I don't know how I feel yet about Arthur Smith. I wanted Sala as our head coach. I would have loved it, Um, but it it didn't happen. So I'm going to deal with what I have. So the next one, staying in the AFC East here now, the New England Patriots. That's a tough one. Uh, They have a lot of good pieces. Uh, but they're coming up on a really tough schedule. Uh, they close out the season uh, fairly tough as well. I mean, they they play Dallas this week, then they have the Jets, but then they play the Chargers, Panthers, Browns, then the Falcons, the Titans, the Bills. Col- the, so they, they got the Bills twice of, still. They have the Bills twice. I, I think they're done. Uh, Mac has probably been the best rookie, the most consistent rookie. He's obviously not the most athletic or the most shown the most flashes, but – I think they have a they have a chance to to build something for next year. I think they I don't think they're going to finish like two and fifteen. I think there'll be more like five, six, seven wins. Yeah, um, I agree. But, I think they'll be under five hundred, but like right there under five hundred. Yeah. Like maybe. So I I think they they've got some good pieces, but I think they're done for this year. Yeah, I think like eight and nine, maybe. Um, I will agree. I think they are done. I do like how, like you said, Mac Jones has looked good. He's starting to like move the ball around a little bit. He's not just focusing on one or two players. Hunter Henry's getting into this, you know, into this season now. He's seeing tight ends. He's seeing, you know, he's putting the ball everywhere he needs to be doing it. I, I think one more season where he is now the number one and the offseason going into practice and everything with Bill Belichick, I give him – and they'll build it up. You know, Bill Belichick is known to do that. You know, he's known to take teams and just build. Um, now that he has his cornerstone, you know, and it's a young cornerstone, I think they'll be back next year and be a, a powerhouse again. Um, next, with all the controversy this week, Las Vegas. Uh, I think I think the I think Vegas is is uh, still going to be able to contend for a playoff spot uh but i mean obviously i think this gruden thing is gonna be a distraction uh i think they'll have a chance at the seventh wild card or the second wild card the seventh playoff spot right um but i think this gruden thing is going to be a distraction even though they're going to say it's not a distraction uh i think it's going to be but i still think they have a lot of veterans and a lot of people who are able to overcome that Derek carr darren waller uh they have some coaches on that staff that are have been there done that I think they'll be. I think they'll be fine, and will compete for a playoff spot. 
But obviously with the distraction, they were hoping to maybe make a run in the playoffs. And I think they might make the playoffs and lose in the first round. Yeah, I, I mean, with this with this Vegas team, like you said, the leaders now have to step up and, and, and kind of push this all out because it, it's going to be talked about now pretty much until they, they start winning games without Gruden. Um, if they lose this week or, you know, the next couple of weeks, it's going to be talked about because of this. Um, Carr has looked great, but I just, like I said, I just hope that this doesn't cause them to drop completely out of playoff contention. I mean, they're three and two right now, you know, they have shots. They're in the contention. They're in the playoff hunt. It is young in the season, but I just, I just kind of think that they're right there. So next and last one we're going to talk about, and we're going to stay in the AFC West here, Kansas city chiefs. They have just kind of like everybody had them in the in the Super Bowl this year. And they're the worst in their division. Not the worst in the AFC, but they're worse in their division. And their defense looks like hot garbage. And Patrick Mahomes is trying to thread things that he just doesn't need. To, he's trying to win the game on and by himself. And he can't. He has 10 other people on that line, on that field with him. And he's got to figure out how to make them work again. Now, granted, CEHB, I caught, you know, Edwards Hilaire being gone for the next couple of weeks, it hurts you. You know, they still have running game. They still have Travis Kelsey. They still have Tyreek Hill. I mean, did Sammy Watkins take all their mojo away with them? I, I what, What's this deal? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, it just seems yeah. weird like that. Yeah, I mean, I think with um... – with the Chiefs, like I think you hit it on the on a, on the head. I think Patrick is just trying to do too much, <clears throat> trying to he's trying to play. And I made this comparison earlier, and it's kind of a the concept is there. It's not the same thing, but like Carson, he's playing like Carson Wentz was last year, and not in Philly. Like, oh, like yeah, in Philly, like not like oh Patrick Mahomes is as bad as Carson was. Last no, year. I I, I get but, you. But the mindset's the same. Like, Carson had no O-line, no weapons, and no defense. And he was playing Superman. He was like, I have to go score 70 points on this drive because my defense isn't going to do me anything. And that's kind of what Patrick Mahomes is. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got a good O-line. So it's different, but he's got no defense. Right. Uh, he's, got a, he's, got, he's trying to score uh, 40 points of play when he's – instead of just saying – I just got to play. I just got to, I just got to respond instead of he's, he's trying to go win the game on every throw on every play. Uh, and teams are, are forcing, he wants to go deep and like yeah, he, the bills on Sunday played a cover two shell and was making them run the ball, check it down. And Patrick did not want to do that. He wanted to go deep and the bills were not allowing him to throw it deep. And, and that I think frustrated the heck out of him. And I think, you know, like you said, like, He's playing to win. It's almost like when you have the, you know, you want the ball now at the start of the game because you know that the defense is going to get, a, they're going to put points, you know, the, the other team's going to put points on your defense. So you want to start out ahead. Instead of usually like, you know, the, the, the normal call is, is if I win the toss, I want the ball at the second half to, you know, to put momentum in. You got to start with momentum and just hope you can keep with the whole game now. And that's not, that's not good for a quarterback, especially a young quarterback who's had success already. 
Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think for that's a good idea on a strategy. If you're playing them, maybe take the ball and go score real quick and yeah. and put the pressure on Patrick. Granted, I think Patrick will be fine. He, I mean, the funny thing is, is he's thrown what 15 touchdowns and six picks in five weeks, and we're like, oh my gosh, Patrick Mahomes is so like, what's going on? When in reality, like ninety five percent of quarterbacks in the NFL would love that stat line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'll say it this way: stick a fork in them, yes or no. Two and three, Kansas City Chiefs. No, they're gonna be fine. They'll they'll sneak into a wild card and uh, and just and, upset people. And, yeah, they'll have to go on the road, which I think will be hard for them, uh, especially against like a Chargers team or a Bills team. Maybe a Baltimore. Like, Bills Moff, if if she, Kansas City has to go into into Buffalo, oh, oh in the playoffs, gosh. in the play, oh my gosh, yeah, I would um, pay hard money for that ticket. Yeah, like, I would oh too. Good, I would just, yeah, I would too. All that right, would be wild. We're gonna switch it over and do our picks, Dylan. I'll let you take it from here. All right, yeah. So I did not. I don't have an update on the 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 record. Uh, but I do know I'm pretty positive that you came out on top in this past week and made up ground. I don't know if you're tied with me or if you have, you're like one or two behind, but you're really close. I think me and Chris tied, I think me, Chris and Josh were all in the same kind of area. As far as like for the week. Yeah. For the week. Okay. Um, so I don't know if they necessarily made up ground. I know for sure you made up ground. Um, I'm actually trying to plug in the answers for the for Chris and them since they're not on currently. Uh, but so the first game I want to go to is actually the Thursday night game, and it's going to be the Bucks and the Eagles. I will give my answer first because <laughs> I'll forget if I don't. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks. Obviously, uh, Josh and Chris are taking the Bucks as well. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a sweep. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna take Tampa. I, I like how Philly's playing, but I'm taking. I'm, not, I'm gonna pull a Josh. I like how Philly's playing, but I'm taking Tampa. Uh, the next one is the Dolphins and the Jags. I'm actually gonna break what I said. Uh, I think the Jags actually might pull out a win. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna leave this open for a, a, a change potentially, but I think the Dolphins are getting Tua back. I don't they know are. who's gonna respond. I, I think the Jags could potentially pull it out. Plus, this is in um, – Isn't this in London? In, in London. It's in London. I I think with the flight – I'm going to go with you. I'm going to take Jacksonville as well. Um, I think with the flight to – yeah, the ribs, I don't know. I know Jacksonville's going to go after to hit him. Even when he gets rid of the ball, they're going to try and push him around and get those ribs going still. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna mess with those a little bit. Uh, the next one is the Packers – at the Bears, I'm going to take the Packers. Josh is also on the Packers, and Chris is actually pulling an upset and calling the Bears, which he always Ooh, makes the Bears. I know. I, I don't know how it's an upset, really, I guess, but I know what you mean by that. Um, Green Bay, I'm going with Green Bay. All right. Uh, the Bengals and the Lions. This one's tough. I want to say the Lions because I like Dan Campbell, but I'm going to know the Bengals. I think they're too good. They almost beat uh, – they should have beaten – Green Bay last weekend. Uh, Josh is on the Bengals and Chris is on the Lions. Wow, Chris is going some weird ones. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. The Bengals, yeah, I figured that it's, it seems like conventional wisdom. Yeah, this isn't conventional wisdom, I guess. <laughs> uh, Colts or Texans at the Colts. I'm gonna take the Colts, I think they look good uh, this week. Uh, in Houston's Houston, so yeah. I, I like Houston's defense in like first week, but it's just kind of fallen to where Houston is Houston. 
Um, and Carson's playing pretty well, so I'm going to go Indy. Uh, the next game is the Rams at the Giants. Uh, oh, God. I think it's going to be a clean sleep with the Rams. Uh, yeah, I, I feel bad for Glennon on this week. Yeah, that's a tough week uh, to come in. Uh, you hope Daniel Jones comes back this week. Uh, I almost Chiefs... don't because he'll go right back out. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs at the Washington football team. I'm going to stay with the Chiefs. Uh, I think they're going to come back and they might hang up 40 on this team. I don't like – yeah, I, I, I'm I going to go with Kansas City. Uh, there's reasons I, I, I like this game. I am I want the right to reserve a change there on that one. All right. Uh, the next one is the Vikings at the Panthers. This is two really good teams. Um, this is kind of a hard a hard one to, to pick. Um, I think I'm leaning Panthers. Um, I think they'll they'll get back on track this game. Uh, and so does Josh and Chris are both on the Panthers. Yeah, I, I think Sam Darnold's going to get back onto it. I'm going to go Carolina. Um, the Chargers at the Ravens. This is this is in Baltimore. I'm going to stick with my my boys that are going to get me a, a a free pizza in a couple weeks. Uh, the Chargers. <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers. Uh, Josh is taking the Chargers, and Chris is going shocker. Baltimore. Yeah, Lamar. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I really hope that we're because we're, this will just take Chris right out of the runnings <laughs> if all yeah. these go the other way. Yeah, Chris is literally picking against – he's picked three different things, I think. But I Chicago, mean, Detroit. It's a shot in the dark. I mean, if he I, wins you're them, right. it's, if he wins them – Then he's taking some major ground on us. Yeah, so – so maybe that's the strategy. Uh, Cardinals at the Browns. This is another tough one. I think the Browns have what it takes to beat the Cardinals uh, in a strong ground game, a good rush defense, uh, or a good uh, pass rush. I might. I'm gonna go with the. I'm leaning the Browns here. Uh, I'm gonna reserve the right to change it, but I'm leaning the Browns are gonna take the first win. Josh is going Cardinals. Chris is going Browns. I'm going to go with Arizona, but I want the right to change in case uh, it's only because Chubb, uh, you know, sitting out right now, if Chubb plays, I want to switch it to, I'll, I'll probably, I probably will switch it. But okay. Uh, the Raiders at the Broncos, the first test for, for Denver or for El- Vegas after this whole Gruden thing, uh, Josh and Chris both have the Broncos. I'm actually going to go Raiders. I think they're going to, you think they're going to rally. I think they're going to sh- rally around uh, Basachi, their new interim coach, and come out firing. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go Denver. So I'm the lone rule. Yeah, you are the lone one on that one. This one's another hard pick. Uh, Cowboys, Patriots in, in uh, Foxborough. Uh, Gillette in Foxborough. Um, this is a tough one. I. I don't know. This is tough. I'm going to actually go to you first because I really don't know. Josh is on the Cowboys. Chris is on the Patriots. I I like the way the Cowboys have been playing. I can't lie on that. Um, but I don't know because Bill Belichick could take – I'm going to go Dallas. Yeah, I, I think I am too. I hate going Dallas, but – I Yeah, I, I just I – I, I, I don't know who Bill Belichick takes away from this game. Yeah, plus – like yeah, there's there's just too much, and they, I don't think he's gonna have a run game this week. I don't know if so, yeah. is gonna play, so that's gonna be tough for them. Uh, Seattle at Pittsburgh without Russell Wilson now. Yeah, uh, 
So uh, this is actually this a is tough actually, one because this is actually split. Josh has the Steelers. Chris has the Seahawks. I will admit Gino looked good, but I think I'm going to go with Josh and go with the Steelers because last week Ben looked better. And, he did. And the Seahawks are one of the worst teams in the NFL against the run. And Najee had a big game last week, and I think he continues the momentum against them, especially without Juju. They're going to get the ball in the hands of – Najee's going to see probably 10-plus targets. So is Deontay Johnson. Claypool is going to get involved. Yep. I think I think, I think Pittsburgh. I, I, I just hate the fact that this is a Sunday night game. If Russell Wilson was in this, I would I would I'd love it to be a Sunday night game. But no Russell Wilson. I'm going Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's all I gotta say on that. Uh and then Monday night, Bills Titans. Okay. I'm not gonna answer Bills, that one. Obviously. I'm not gonna answer that one. Titans? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Actually, Chris chose I think Chris chose the Titans. Chris oh. has chosen, I think, five underdogs games on his own. He, he chose, yeah, wow. I think he's chose five games on his own. Okay. Stocking. Chris, good luck, because if not, you know, we're going to have to make fun of you with it, because if you're falling really hard, you know, I, I granted, it, there's no cost to it, but yeah, just, I mean, he just could, pride. He could go 5-0 and oh in those games. Yeah, he uh, could. And, he and could. And take the lead on us. So. And yeah, he could. <laughs> so, with that, we are going to be done for this week. Um, we, As we always say, like us. Share us um, on our podcast, you know, make some comments. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. We don't mind doing it. Um, We'll look it over. All right. And on that note, have a good week.